1110-993 WBT, Pete Callender here. Joining me is Dr. Chris Cooper from Western Carolina University. He's the Madison Professor of Political Science and Public Affairs. Welcome, Dr. Cooper. How are you? I'm doing great, Pete. How are you? I am doing well. Also, do you want to plug, uh, I see you have another, you've got a, you got your own website now? Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do have my own website. It's, yeah. uh, it's a very complicated process to get one of those. You've got to spend about $5 a month, and you, you just slap some content up there. So I thought this was interesting, though, because like, with a name like Chris Cooper, that's, uh, that might be difficult, because like, those domains seem like they would be like taken. Yes, that's yeah. right. Actually, I live in a very small town, Silver, North Carolina. There are three other Chris Coopers who live in my town. When I go to the bike shop, I have to tell them I'm the real Chris Cooper. And that's ah. actually how I'm entered in the system. There, the real Chris. Okay, well, that makes sense. So uh, we did not have you on to talk about your uh, your website, uh, although it is fascinating. But you do you, you have writing and stuff. You, uh, you also work with Dr. Michael Bitzer from uh, Catawba College, right up the road there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you do some blogging on his uh, website, which is... Politics. Old North State Politics dot com. Old North State I don't know why I was thinking bow tie. That's his Twitter. Bow That's tie. his Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I look terrible in a bow tie. It's sort of an Orville Rittenbacher kind of thing. If yeah. I got going on, I hear you. So, uh, all right, brought you on to chat about Madison Cawthorn. Um, so, a couple things: the redrawing of the district lines. Uh, is there any insight you can provide about whether or not the fourteenth district? that uh, was carved out of what is the currently the 11th that he represents. Is that a district that is somehow going to be more difficult for him to win more or easier for a, uh, a Republican that is more aligned with Donald Trump to win? Like, what are yeah. the, what, what are the, what's the data say about that? Yeah. I mean, the data says that it was a overwhelmingly Republican district, and now it is a slightly less overwhelmingly Republican district. I mean, Madison Cawthorn should not have had a hard time winning re-election in the 14th Congressional District. He had three Republicans running against him. Um, All three seem like good people, but two of them did not raise the minimum amount of money that you would need to even file an FEC report. The third one uh, did actually raise a fair bit of money, but about 200000 of that was through his own loan. So Madison Cawthorn sitting there with about two million bucks he's raised. These other folks are sitting there with about forty five hundred dollars that they've raised. So he should have won the primary. The general, I mean, the numbers are depending on which elections you look at, about fifty two forty five Republican to Democrat. This should have been Madison Cawthorn's district as long as he wanted it. So his explanation was that the lines got moved, and I have the map from you know now and or I guess before and after the the redistricting. And um, I'm I, I like I'm there's not a lot of difference. And uh, as far as like the actual counties go, right. he says that his home is like almost at the line, but it's in Hendersonville. He's in Henderson County. Right. So, the, yeah, it, it's so the Polk County, Rutherford County, those are all in the um, that's all in the new 13th district. And the, the, those were part of his other districts. So, I mean, yeah, the line got closer to him in the redistricting, but it's not like he was right on the edge of it. 
No, no. His statement said something like that the, the line almost came through his house, and that is a that's an interesting understanding of almost, right? I mean, he lives about ten miles from the line. Is that closer than he was? Yeah, probably so. But it's not like he was right on it. So Polk, half of half of Rutherford and McDowell counties are now in the thirteenth. Those used to be in the eleventh, um, and that's the change. You know, in his video, he said that about half of the counties changed, which is sort of kind of true, but if you actually look at the percentage of people who live in those counties versus the rest of the district, it's not like half the half of the 11th Congressional District has now been carved into the 13th. It was a very small sliver. So I kind of don't buy that as an explanation for why he did this. All right, so what do you think is the explanation for why he did this? Well, you know, one is we're having this conversation, and I think Madison Cawthorn is about Madison Cawthorn, and he wants to generate as much press, as much buzz, to set himself up for a statewide run. He's been very clear. He said he's interested in running for governor. Problem is, he's not 30 years old yet, so he has to wait until then. Um, And he's also made no secret that he enjoys taking shots at the Republican establishment. He called Tom Tillis a rhino and a terrible campaigner. His words, not mine. I would actually think the fact that Tom Tillis won a statewide race would kind of show the opposite. But Cawthorn takes shots at him. And so I think, look, everybody assumes that this 13th district was drawn for Tim Moore. I certainly heard Tim Moore on your show some talk about this. Never, of course, saying that that was the case, but never quite saying that it wasn't. Right. And so Cawthorn decides to run in the 13th. Moore decides not to run. I mean, he's winning. He is able to give a finger to the establishment and still win election. So uh, it, does it seem like Tim Moore decided not, because he, he made his announcement that he was going to run for re-election and be spe- you know, go for speaker again, ask for support of his caucus, uh, that, that all came right after Cawthorn made his announcement. So, I mean, is the, is the obvious thing here, like the answer, like Occam's razor, like this, the obvious thing is that Moore responded to Cawthorn getting in the race and he bailed. It sure seems that way, right? And I, would, I mean, Tim Moore's a good politician. He has to understand how this looks. I, I would be surprised if that not, were not the reality, right? I mean, at the very least, we can say the 13th Congressional District, as it's drawn, was set up perfectly for Tim Moore to run. Tim Moore lives right in the heart of that district. And so if he decided to pull out you know, to finally announce that he wasn't going to run, and it just happened to be three hours after Madison Cawthorn decided that he was going to run. It does stretch credibility a little bit. Yeah. So what of the uh, the 14th district now? Because Cawthorn was positioned to, like you said, to, he was in the best position to win. Now, I guess people still can file if they want to, and we're going to probably see a, a, a more of a mad rush to file. Um, but it, if the argument was that he's trying to spread the conservatism across the state, what of the 14th? Who's left behind to win that seat? Yeah, and so we got three candidates, uh, Rod Honeycutt, Wendy Navarez, and uh, Bruce O'Connell. So those three are still going to be running, no doubt about that. They're, the filing deadline and the filing period technically hasn't really started. And so, you know, every corner you turn around the mountains, you're going to hear a new rumor about who is perhaps considering running for that office. And I think it's safe to assume if somebody's in the General Assembly, 
and they're Republican, and they are in the 14th congressional district somewhere, there's a rumor that they are running. The ones you tend to hear, um, Ralph Heist, Deanna Ballard, both of whom are double-bunked bu- double mm-hmm. in the new map. So there's some rumors that one of the two of them might run. And then the really interesting one to me is Michelle Woodhouse, who is the 11th congressional district Republican chair. She, I don't believe, has run for uh, office before. But uh, there's some speculation that Madison Cawthorn wants her to run and that she is the person that he's referring to when he says getting good conservatives in this district. She was asked about that on WLOS, the Asheville station, and she uh, did the, the classic non-denial denial, right? She never said that she was going to, but she never said that she wasn't going to. And so that's certainly something for folks to keep an eye on. All right. Dr. Chris Cooper, the Madison Professor of Political Science and Public Affairs at Western Carolina. I suspect... We're probably going to ask you to come back. Well, I'd love to come back. You'd always get to talk to you. <laughs> All right.